Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to the what now? To the Honeydew cast. It's uh, an entire it's actually, podcast about Honeydew? Well, unfortunately for both of us, that was uh, cantaloupe. Oh, no. It doesn't seem like we're uh, knowledgeable enough on the subject. I'll sometimes subscribe to a podcast on a weird topic, just being like, I'll listen to one of these once, and then I never do. And then I'm like, why do, Why am I, sub- why am I subscribed to a, a podcast all about leopards? Why do I have a leopard podcast in my, like... I definitely do the same thing, and I am subscribed to many podcasts that I should probably delete. Yeah. That never get regularly updated, or, like, I listen once and then I'm bored. Mm-hmm. But then I feel bad. It's the same way I started subscribing to YouTube channels, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, well, I don't want to take away from that guy's, like, subscription. Like, if I support the idea of the thing, I'm like, well, I'll just stay subscribed and just have a cluttered like feed of things happening always it's so funny like the the follow or subscribe button has become equivalent to like a kickstarter like you feel like you've become part of that project and you just need to see it through Mm, yeah it's true there's a point to be made there let's hope people do that with us um i don't think we deserve it i do Hey this guys! Is the podcast you deserve. Welcome to the Steroid Scope. Actually, there's a different podcast that says that, so we can't say that part about the podcast you deserve. What? What? Like the how they say the world you deserve. Who says that? I've got a Ray Vocoro. Got a suspicion that we get the world we deserve. I'll bring you the world we deserve. Do you think if Ray Vocoro was Batman, he would actually have to make his voice higher? Yeah, he would be he would be Bruce Wayne being like Bruce Wayne, Vinci PD, and then <laughs> hey, I'm Batman. Like just mm-hmm. a slightly because it would be too. He couldn't go lower to make it weird, so he'd be like, I can only I can only go up from here. Okay, now that you brought it up, what do you think about getting rid of the show Gotham? And, <laughs> I'm pro. I'm pro that and idea. True Detective just being. Batman weekly, but like a gritty version, and you see like all the detective work. Yeah, but I don't want it to be bad. <laughs> this season had no like good detective work, so I'm not like I'm not confident in that. I like if it was a good version of true Batman, but okay. So I think it's safe to say true that... Arkham detective. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that uh, that this season tried to make itself like every other cop show. But bad. <laughs> it tried to be bad or it was bad? Yeah, it tried to be bad. Like, it tried to be like, look, there's no smoke and mirrors here. Cops are dumb, okay? We all know that. And it's not true. I don't think cops are dumb. These Most kind of, of, these yeah, kind of yeah. detective cops. These, cop, these yeah. dudes are not stupid. Did you know there is a there is a comic book series about just the detectives in Arkham? That already exists. There's yeah. like a thing. Isn't that what the show Gotham is supposed to be about? No, not at all. Well, maybe a little bit. I but there's a lot of like super villains in that show. Mm-hmm. But this one is just like The Wire if it was set in a Batman universe. Yeah. Welcome back to the Steroid Scope. Steroid Scope. Is that what it's called? It's now called that. Season yeah. 2, episode 8 of True Detective. Mm-hmm. Look. Yeah. If you couldn't 
sit through this episode. Oh my god! And you just want to know what happens? I've got you covered. I'll see how quickly oh, I can wow. do it. Maybe in like two minutes. You want to time me? That's I'll so set a bad. timer. Yeah, I'll time you right now. Ready? Do you go. Have a timer. Okay. Um, we start off with Annie and Ray in bed post-coitus. They tell each other stories. Annie talks about the time she was abducted by the guy and how he said she was pretty and that made her feel good. Ray talks about killing the guy who he thought uh, attacked his wife or whatever. Uh, They both console each other. Frank convinces his wife to leave town saying that he'll meet her in two weeks. Um, Then Ray calls uh, Woodrow's cell phone but then he gets Lieutenant Burris. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like Paul's dead. Ray and Annie piece together that the uh, Osterman siblings, you remember back in the jewelry store <laughs> robbery where the diamonds were taken, those little kids in the photograph, they piece together that they're behind Casper's death. Frank arrives at the Chisani mansion to find that Mayor Chisani is dead with his face down in the swimming pool. There's a woman there, but she's totally out of it. He's looking for Tony Chisani. She has no clue where he is. She's useless. I don't even remember if it was Tony's girlfriend or the mayor's girlfriend. It's the mayor's. It's the mayor's? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, but she was with Tony first. Annie and Ray visit the home of the uh, Osterman siblings that I mentioned before. They find the bird mask, the shotgun, and a bunch of evidence. Uh, The girl is there, um, who is also the same girl who was Casper's assistant. She tells them her story, her brother's story, and then tells them that her brother is going... He killed Casper, and that he's going to meet Holloway and Burris. Um... Then Osip calls Frank. He's really mad. Frank tells Osip that he's going to kill him. <sighs> Frank gets a call from Ray, but then we don't hear what that call is about. God, I'm already bored. Annie buys uh, the girl, Erica, the Osterman girl, a bus ticket, tells her to leave town and leave her brother behind. Uh, Frank moves into a hidden back room in the Black Rose bar that we've seen so many times. Ray finds uh, Erica's brother, who's named Lenny Osterman, at the train station where he's waiting for Holloway and Burris to trade them the, the hard drives, but uh, then he's actually really just going to kill him. Ray talks him into letting him talk to Holloway. But then when Holloway reveals that Erica Osterman was Ben Casper's actual daughter, Lenny snaps and he stabs Holloway. Chaos erupts in the, uh, chaos erupts in the train station and Annie shoots Burris, saving Ray, and Holloway and Lenny both die. <sighs> At the Black Rose, <laughs> Frank gives Annie a message for Jordan uh, in to give her in Venezuela in case he doesn't live to see her. Annie finds a dead Pitler. And then Ray and Frank go raid this lodge where Osip and Mechanilis and a bunch of evil dudes are. They smoke bomb and shoot everyone and kill them all. And Frank gets his moment with Osip. What a funny moment. Frank picks up uh, his diamonds, a passport, and a car. Ray visits his son's uh, school to see him one last time. Salute your shorts. That one was cute. Uh, and then he returns to see a tracking device on his car. Um, from then on, he's being tracked. Uh, Frank gets carjacked and taken out into the desert. Uh, Ray calls Annie and tells her to get on the boat without him. Uh, well, he tries to lose the guys who are tailing him because he doesn't want to bring them to the boat. Uh, the gangsters in the desert take uh, Frank's million dollars in a suitcase. And after he refuses to give them his, uh, his like suit, his clothes, uh, they stab him and leave him in the desert all alone. Frank hobbles back to civilization, bleeding, while he's having hallucinations. Ray finds... Let's see. Ray tries to flee in the woods, uh, ditching his car that has the tracking device, but they're hot on his tail. He kills a couple of guys, but then is eventually cornered and shot down by Burris and the men. Uh, He dies, and his last voice message to Chad is never sent. Uh, 
Frank dies in the desert. Yay. Annie tells her story to a reporter as we see a montage of Choni, Tony Chisani being sworn in as mayor, the railway corridor being christened, and all these other corrupt people having great things happen to them. Drop the mic. I'm out. How, how long was that? That was almost exactly uh, four minutes. God. That took so long. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm surprised you did it in seemingly one breath. It was painful. You deserve more awards than Nick Pixeletto For this will. season, maybe. Yeah. All right. I'm done for the episode. What did you think of it? Oh, you're done? You're like, you're done with this episode of Steroid Scope? You're gone? Well, I was just saying that. I'm not Oh, really. okay. Um, I hated it. I really hated it. You hated it. Mm-hmm. I liked episode seven probably the best. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I probably well, six or seven. People can listen back to that. You were complaining a lot. I liked six the best. Okay, you liked six. Uh, before we got into all these evil henchmen and all this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You liked them um, raiding the, uh, the party? You liked that part? Everything in that episode up until that part. Oh, you like the other stuff better. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So, this episode. Do you have an overall... I could Did it t- bug you where it ended up or how it got there? What? Yeah, so it ended up similar to a Coen Brothers movie in the sense that the bad guy wins and all the characters die for no reason. <laughs> but that's for another argument. Uh, I will say that... Um, well, besides, obviously... Uh, hey, go on, whatever. go on. But... I do know what I do like from it, mm-hmm. um, but it sort of took the predictable way it was going and just nailed it hard. Like it just like brought it all home, and then was like, "Hey, audience, remember how you said you hate the show? Fuck you!" <laughs> and like didn't try to prove itself otherwise. Just like made itself really bad. That's mm. that's what I thought of this episode. Okay, predictable because what happened? That was. was um, all these people with these complexes, these hardships, they die. Mm-hmm. Just like every action movie where, like, you know that part in Black Dynamite? Sorry, spoilers, but there's this one part in Black Dynamite where it's <laughs> this guy goes, Black uh, Dynamite. this guy goes, I'm, I can't wait. I'm going to go home and I'm going to say hi to my wife and kids. I'm going to start a new life. And it's like he's already infiltrating this lair. And obviously he gets shot in the head like two seconds later because it's so stupid that, like, that any of these characters are going to, like, it's obvious they're going to die, right? I still think it's great you made a spoiler for Black Dynamite. It's a great movie, <laughs> but you can't spoil it. Like, it's such a... Per- okay. Um, Maybe people care about that character. I don't know. Yeah. I think people probably have been meaning to watch it for years, and they still they still want to watch Guys, it. Guys, if you haven't, haven't watched it, it, watch Black Dynamite. Go it's watch hilarious. Black Dynamite. It's as long as this last episode, probably. And it's and way better. Much better. Um, okay. Yeah. Did we did we at an earlier podcast? I think we've we've at least talked about it. I don't remember if it was on mic. Did I mention the theory that they, it was the kids who did it, who were the Birdman? Yeah, you did. Okay, that was, I think that might have been off mic, but I agree. I mean, if not, I'm not the one who originated this. It just yep. seems like Reddit and all these people were all over it. I don't know. I don't hate that as an idea. I don't know. I have to be honest. I haven't fully made up my mind about this. I hate how insignificant it was. It did seem oddly small. It was like not... It didn't have the sprawl of the first season where it was like this huge network. I guess there was a huge network, but... But it's dumb and we shouldn't care about it. It seems like a big network of like sex parties at the end. Yep. You know, I guess it was an evil network. It's it's weird. I don't know. We'll get into this later. I guess I want to like save that for like wrapping it up at the end. Sure. But... 
the scenes between Jordan and Frank were as bad as ever. I felt like that scene where he was trying to get her to leave town was like 20 minutes long. It was it was, it was, was like awful. a um like a cheesy high school play version of uh like meet me at the train station babe, I got to tell you goodbye. Like mm. it's one of those like very cheesy weird. overdone like yeah. tell the wife and kids I say hello. Like it's just oh god, just awful. I I have to admit though. I think I, I gave up on the whole season a while back. So yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be great. Mm-hmm. So everything I say always comes with the like grain side of salt. Of, yeah, a side of like a big heaping side of like, well, relative to this being as bad as the first couple episodes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. It's like, but I'll say like, I found myself caring about what happened to Annie and Ray. I just did. I They dropped the dead weight of, mm-hmm. of Taylor Kitsch's character. And when I was just watching those two, I care about them. I do agree. I think that uh, even though I liked Taylor Kitsch's character a lot, mm-hmm. I I think that it was a lot stronger with just them two. Yeah. However, should I talk about what happens in the end? Spoiler. Yeah, I already just spoiled it. Wait, didn't, you heard the part where I just summarized everything. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What yeah. could you possibly spoil? Okay, that's true. Um, um, I don't like that Annie survived and Ray died. I think that since Ray had a kid who we can presume is with Cesarides, um, I think he could have proven himself as a father finally. You know what I mean? So you were upset because he should have lived to see his kid? Yeah. What? Okay. I think that he was like starting to turn anew. He was like, yeah, you know what? I, I should be a good dad. And he like, remember he stopped doing drugs for a while mm-hmm. and he was like really cleaning up his act. He shaved off the stash. It was a whole thing. And then he has a new kid and he dies. And he leaves her or the new kid, whoever this kid is, with like an alcoholic sex addict. A new kid? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. baby at the end is theirs. Um, yeah. I was just wondering. They were born in the 60s, so um, they haven't heard of condoms. So the one time they have sex, they just have a baby. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I I can imagine you complaining if it ended with the two of them in Venezuela raising Chad or and their kid. I mean, I don't I don't know. That doesn't strike me as like that's not cheesy either. That is super cheesy. But I would have been okay with that if Burris had actually died, and he didn't. Nothing bad happened to Burris or his men. I, okay, I just don't. Um, I guess when I watch stuff, I don't think of it as like in those terms. I and just like, think if you're going to do it, like, those are two extremes, right? Like, one is everyone wins, and the other is everyone loses. I could have been fine with, like, a couple people winning here and there. Yeah. And well, <laughs> I, um, I'll um i stand up for the show. I think I think one thing... I was going to say this till later, but I think the overall message of... So instead of last season, there's this backwater cult of, like, just weird stuff that's just totally, like, mystical so and out much. of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we both... You know, we would both marry that Blu-ray disc if if it were allowed. Yeah, but like, it's 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 not as real world. And I think the statement being made here is this is a real thing that actually happens. This is like boring everyday corruption, and like the people that become your mayors, the people that actually run things, are this corrupt, and they do win. They win all the time. There's no real getting away from them, and. You know, the victory is if Annie can get this news get reporter to, like, to report on it. Yeah. So it's like, that's the small victory you have to take. Which I think is, like, I'm down for that. I mean, I think that's kind of... 
overall, if you just pitched me that as the idea for season two, minus all the execution, just before they even shot the show, I like that as an idea. Don't go as mystical with this season. Make it more real world. This is real world uh, corruption. This is more of like a real thing. I think that's like, you know, I'm down for that. And I think, I think as part of that, you can't have, you can't have them all win and beat an entire system of just like, so they're going to what? Kill everybody? Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of interesting that they never can find Tony. Like, why does Tony Chisani become mayor at the end of the show? Because they just couldn't track him down in time, and he escaped. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's more realistic. That's how the world would work. Like, like Frank has a big bag of guns, but he can't shoot everybody. Well, yeah, I also like the shout-out to Kraken Rum uh, from when the mayor jumps into the pool. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, Kraken Rum? Yeah, that was Kraken Rum next to the pool. What does that mean? Oh, okay. Um, I uh, sorry, that was a random non sequitur. I where were we? Um, the season because I definitely had a point. realistic. Yeah, okay. Overall. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, realistic. Yeah, it was realistic to a point. I think uh, if you're gonna bring up the whole like sex parties anonymous, uh, like that whole thing with James Bond or whatever, mm. they they made it into this weird parabola, right? Where I was like. Oh, the show's getting way better, way better, and then it's getting more realistic. Like, how? Co- why did it go so fantastical for a minute there, and then yes. it wasn't? Yeah, that's what my problem is. Well, it's like it's- you can't just have a random jump of like of what might happen, kind of thing. And I mean, is it is it totally unrealistic that like Newt Gingrich goes to like? Eyes wide shut sex parties like that might happen. That's I don't know. I don't find that like crazy. as long as there are condoms. Sure. The um, no, I think that's that like, was an abortion joke, you guys. What? Um, Newt Gingrich. I think you just like, doesn't like neuter the girls and um, have neuter them. them. Jesus. Okay. Well, like uh, in the, what am I thinking of that had that? Um, in this show, didn't they neuter, uh, or they just Frank's are all wife? on the pill and they all have to be tested? I think. I mean, n- nobody goes. That's the thing is, like, nobody goes to those crazy sex parties if they happen in real life, which I think they probably do. I'm guessing those guys don't want to throw on a condom, so you have to test everyone. It's like the porn industry; you just test everybody, and if you have AIDS, you don't get invited anymore. It's like, oh, no, you don't get to come to this party because you have an STD now. Okay. Uh, why are we talking about that? Yeah, but well, okay. Well, I don't. I mean, I think it's more the execution of that episode because that episode goes so weird and off the rails that it it totally throws the tone off for the whole season. And yep. I can I can agree with you there. I don't think I think fundamentally, like if you don't present it in such a weird way, I don't I sure. don't know. Yeah, it's okay. weird. It's like it's like. Did you also follow any of this Bohemian Grove stuff? People were making connections <laughs> no. to that, but do you know what that is? No. Uh, it's going to take too much uh, effort to explain it to you. The Bohemian Grove was like a club of actual, like it was an actual real world event. Oh, happened yeah. Where yeah. like presidents would go. And so there's pictures where you can actually see like Nixon and people at this thing. But it was, so it's like it was a real thing that happened, but they weren't literally, as far as we know, like sacrificing Molly virgins. Fucks, and, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so it's kind of weird. It's like, it's not real world in my eyes. May, and maybe I'm seeing this wrong, but it's like, if there was like there is no Illuminati, but there are rich people that have clubs together. There are sure. literal there are people getting together and guess what? They all want to fuck hookers, so there's probably sex parties. Right. But if they're actually like sacrificing people or doing that stuff. Yeah. That I find goofy. 
Mm-hmm. But I can't argue with you. I mean, the tone of the season was all over the place, and I think that's what you're getting at more. More is just like it had this weird arc of like it got surreal for a second, and then it was like mm-hmm. real world, and then it's. But it also has silly coincidences, and like I, I mean, I don't really mean to make it sound like real world, like we're right. watching The Wire or something. Um, now, okay, I have two points to bring up. One, bring them up. is maybe I'm a little jaded, or I just don't care about politics enough. Mm-hmm. But what's the as a normal citizen of a of a of a city where you're just doing everything right, who cares if your politicians are corrupt? I expect <laughs> the po- am I like am I wrong? Like I expect the politicians to be corrupt. Yeah, I, think I know wrong. they're bad people. So like, who the fuck cares if she releases these documents in the end and says like, ooh, someone was a bad guy? It's like. Yeah, but they're all dead now, so who gives a fuck? Like They're not all dead now. What about well, the montage at the end? Like how can you say they're dead? The uh, you know, the even more corrupt Chisani, like Tony, the one who's even worse than Austin, is now mayor. The guy who's actually running Remember Holloway says that's not the Chisani I work for. So the younger one's even worse, now he's mayor. Mm-hmm. And isn't the Asian guy the one who's now what is he? Oh yeah, he's the, some huge role. Yeah, and he's there at the Supreme Court. He's something. there at the railway thing. Like, I mean, you can't say they're all dead. I mean, if if that was the case, if it was like a, you know, season one, and they had killed all of the evil childresses and all those guys of the world, like that's one thing. But okay, but to your point, like, does it matter if you're corrupt? Like, yeah. So, like in the real world, Vinci of Vernon. They're polluting, like, nobody's business and getting away with that. So, like, that's just straight ruining the planet. <laughs> like, they're just on some pla- Captain Planet shit. Does that matter to you? Like, it's just a city of, like, factories that just gets to dump waste into the river because it doesn't matter because they're their own weird little oh, ghost yeah. town. Of course, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. But that's well, going to happen example. somewhere, right? Like, uh, Why? If it Why are you giving up the battle that, like, well, people just get to dump sludge like i'm not saying they get to i'm just saying i don't think i don't know i i just i'm a negative person and i think people are evil and Mm. they're gonna do that stuff if they have power so in your eyes yeah if you had to vote between barack obama Mm -hmm. and tony chisani for president they say look aton it's 2012 this tony chisani character yeah he's the worst most corrupt person of all time yeah but it doesn't really matter. So you don't even go out and vote that night. Is that what happens? You're just like, well, well, no, that's a different story. That's I could a different just watch the bachelor. Ugh. You just said you don't care if the world, the real government is corrupt. Yeah. Okay. Unless I'm, if, unless the decision is between Hillary Clinton and a, an ax murderer that everyone knows is an ax murderer. Like I'm clearly not going to vote for the ax murderer. But if you're know, talking man. about two like white men in business suits, yeah, both of them are probably corrupt. Wait, so what is it about... So an axe murderer who killed, like, three people with an axe versus, like, a guy in a suit who may kill hundreds of people on the low. Yeah. Does that matter to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. So it's not just someone has to be in a But suit. I just... I don't know anything... Unless unless that person interviews everyone in this town, you're not going to know how corrupt they are, ever, unless you work for them. Look, this is a campaign against the government. I don't think people should listen to them. Uh, anarchy for everyone. No, anarchy is <laughs> stupid. Um, so, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, you're jaded and you don't care about this stuff enough. Um, cool. 
So this is like House of Cards, right? Like uh, corrupt people. <laughs> I've I haven't seen that show, but that's what I assume it's like. That's what I assume Homeland is like too. It's like you better care about these people because they're rich and powerful. It's like oh well, God. Do they? Does anyone have a superpower? Nope. Just a lot of money. Okay, cool. What? So does anyone on the show? Uh, I don't know. Kill anyone? I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna end lot this tangent you're on right now. So. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> Did you get all the stuff with the two siblings? Did all that make sense to you? Because I'll admit, at first I had to like, wait, who, what? Oh, okay. I will admit, I saw a like theory pop up and on like Reddit or something, and I definitely knew that the set photographer was Birdman, even though it was pretty obvious that Burris should have been Birdman, and they should not have gone into that whole side thing because it didn't matter. In the end, it did not matter. Um, when did you see the spoiler about that? Like, right before this episode came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really did not care about spoilers after 7. Yeah, like, me too. Eh, you could just tell me what happens. Yep. Um, Agreed. On a HBO Go account that I'm sharing, obviously, like like everyone else, like sharing with people. Um, you want to give out that password I, right uh, now on the, uh, on the air? Yeah. The password is uh, Tony Chisani 86 Oh. Is the username. Oh. And, uh, Do you think that's when he was born? Bezerides forever four with a digit um, is the password um, <laughs> at AOL.com. Why would my password say at AOL.com? <laughs> Sometimes you get passwords and emails confused. You got to make it so that you actually know would that way. make it a more secure password if you put an at like probably. But I know hotmail. some. Uh, God, I'm not going to get hotmail. into that nerdy debate. Um, okay, please don't. Um, but I was just going to say when I, when I first started trying to watch the show, someone had been like halfway through the episode and it just started with like Ray running in the forest. And I was like, eh, don't care. <laughs> Whatever the spoilers this is. Like, I think I even watched it for a couple minutes. Yeah. Also, I tried to watch it. Um, <laughs> this is one, this is a very embarrassing story for me or the show or both. Why don't you decide? Yeah. Um, so we're recording this on a Tuesday night after yep. the show aired. On a Sunday night, I think I st- I was thinking, okay, I don't. It's really late. I should go to bed, but I'll try to watch like 15 minutes. I just want to know how it starts. Again, I'm not holding out much hope for the show. Mm-hmm. If it was a good show, I would have like been. No, I want to see them one sitting. Right. Then, like the next day, I had like fallen asleep with my like uh, tablet on and just like totally conked out yeah and then the next day i could not remember if i had watched any of the show mm-hmm. and i was trying to think i was like so how would the show have opened like what let's see taylor did you see did you see like annie and ray do anything like what did you see and i was like no i don't think i watched any of it and then like monday i watched and i go oh no i watched like the first 20 minutes i just none of it stuck that's how, like, I was, like, sleepy and, like, in a haze. Yeah. But still, like, I should have remembered that I had watched it. Mm-hmm. Is that my fault or is that the show being No, that's, dull? that's the show because, because the exact it was, same thing happened to me. It was that super, super long, dull intro with Annie and Ray, which isn't a terrible scene, but it's, like, but dull. Just dialogue. And then, and then Frank Ugh. and Jordan, and it's like, oh, my God, just those two scenes. I was like, yeah, I couldn't remember them at all. That happened to you, too? Exact thing. Oh, boy, this show, man. What is it about this show? I mean, that happened earlier in the season, too, where I would watch an episode and go, I guess I have to watch it twice because I have nothing to say about it. I don't remember anything. Because half the dialogue is them just trying to explain the plot to the audience and nobody cares. It's very weird. It's It's all convoluted. It's just like, who greenlit this shit? Nick, if you're listening, 
please don't do this again. If I knew you and was friends with you, I would slap you in the mouth. <laughs> Nick Pizza Bagels. We need Nick to Pizza put a, Latte. I we just, need <sighs> to put a stop to this. Um, I think we just give the show to someone else. Hey, I agree. But guess what? That's not going to happen. Yeah, he's got a contract, right? He's got a contract, and he's probably going to get some somebody cool for season three and probably fuck it up again. Anyway. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, we'll be there for that. Um, could you believe that we had to sit through... It was it was uh the scene just popped up that scene where he's just being hurtled into the back room at the bar. No one's at the bar and that nope. song that singer is still there. Okay, I was going to bring that so up. That was so funny. I was going to bring that up. Do you think did you think that singer was going to have something to do with this show? No. It always felt like a weird device. I never You mean like would she would she show up at the train station and save Ray? She would shoot like Ray, get down! <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Case is just filled with guns. Yeah, no, no I, didn't I, I don't believe that. But I think it would be cool if she was one of the sis- the, the twins. Nothing about her would be cool. The song they used this episode was one of her better songs. It wasn't as bad as some of the other songs, but it was so. It was uh, it was actually like, funny to me. I thought it was a good. I actually liked when you see her just performing to a completely open. <sighs> brightly Nobody lit there. Yeah. bar with like chairs on the on the tops of tables. I also love how they always use the same picture for Velcro in uh in the news. His like weird mugshot with him wearing a tie. Anyway, um, I must say, are we doing still the things that we love about this episode? Do you want to do that? Sure. I love I love Velcro's costume when he goes to the train station. He looks like Eric Cartman when he says, respect my authority with those <laughs> aviators on. Okay. And that, that hat is just so exaggerated that when he finds Birdman and he's he like... He looks like Bono. Oh, my God. Yeah, he does. I didn't. It didn't hit me until just now. He looks just like a Bono. Are you yeah. saying that because they're both Scottish or whatever? Or no, Irish? just like this douchey glasses and hat mm-hmm. that hat and glasses combo screams bono it's when just you so it, stupid his silhouette in the train station looked so much like bono just mm-hmm. now. um i think it even looks like bono it's in a South beautiful Park. day yeah 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 the edge 102.5 um, <laughs> hello hello <laughs> bezzarides <laughs> Um, did you Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo the the Reddit thing you sent me of uh, someone photoshopped a picture of Chad <laughs> in the opening credits? Yeah. Did you see the Reddit discussion <laughs> on it though? No. Oh no. <laughs> um, well, if anyone's curious, uh, how would they find that? I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's a picture of Chad that looks like he's in the opening credits, but it's like him eating pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, in Reddit, someone had done more lyrics to the opening song but it was from chad and uh ray's point of view so it'd be like we watch friends but never mind like but it, 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 it do it justice but it's hilarious it's really worth seeking out and then also i um i have to admit i photoshopped um i threw something up on imger about uh three ideas to improve the season oh if you search Chad Detective, you'll probably find it. But I just photoshopped Chad's face onto each of their bodies. So it's like a Velcro <laughs> Chad with the mustache, like a Chad Bezzarides on Annie's body. <laughs> and then the last one is him on Paul's body with the towel. Oh, my <laughs> shirtless. God. Maybe we can throw this it up on Instagram. It didn't go over well. People did not like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll put it up. Uh, oh, man. I, I kind of like the stuff with the train. Yeah. What do you think of that scene? It overall? reminded me a lot of the movie. 
12 Monkeys. Um, because there's a scene like that. And also the movie Lucky Number Slevin, if anyone remembers that. Are you just gem. naming movies that have, like, stabbings in them? What? I don't no, know. No, I'm the... naming movies that have futuristic-looking train stations where someone gets shot and everyone runs for their lives. Um, it's the same played-out scene. But also, when this dude is talking to, uh, when he's talking to, like, the Birdman is talking to um, Velcro, and uh, and he says some crazy shit, and Velcro just, like, sort of nods. I love that. I think it's so funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny that he trusted him to just stay cool. Yeah. It was just like, because the guy goes like, I'm the blade, I'm the bullet. And you're just like, well, this guy's going to kill him no matter yeah. what. There's or no he's going to kill gonna himself. He's going to do something insane. I mean, I guess I don't know what else you probably could have done with that guy. You're not going to talk him out of it. But and also, nobody knows what this guy looks like, but he has a hood up. You know what I mean? Like, eh, does anybody know. know this guy? Too less the set photographer? Do these policemen actually give a shit? No, they're not going to recognize him, but just make it more look like the guy is just asleep or something. I mean, it is <laughs> kind of funny that they're even having it. Like, he's really the only one who could hear them, but it's like, why not sit on a bench where no one else is yep. or something? But overall, I thought it was like a good, tense scene. I was pretty down for it. I think it was a, one of the highlights of the episode. And I love how like goofy this guy always looks. I think, um, yeah, Holloway is hilarious. Um, He's a great actor. And I keep, I, like, every time I hear it, because it's always in the, like, previously on part things. Yeah. I just love that line reading of, like, some, dolen- some documents were stolen. I believe you have these documents. <laughs> like, that's such a goofy line, and his, yeah. his reading of it just it gets better every time I hear it. Um, do you I, think that... I believe you have these documents. <laughs> do you think that Velcro's costume, uh, Eric Cartman slash Bono... Is a throwback to season one of being like a cowboy, like Louisiana stuff. No, I just think no. it's just it's just a stupid. Thing you're on. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to wear that's like very, very different from your own? Persona? Honestly, a fake mustache would go a long way with Velcro. <laughs> yeah, the picture they have him as a mustache. He could have been super clean shaven, maybe. Or, yeah, I don't know something. Or gotten a shaved haircut. Um, Nobody's heard of a haircut in this goddamn show, except it's for Annie. Interesting Bezzeridis. that Annie doesn't kill the guy. Uh-huh. It's interesting that she doesn't make an attempt to kill him. I guess it's just well, she shoots Burris. What's the thing that drops? Actually, I was going to ask you that. When when everything goes down, there's a thing that drops. Is it a cell phone or what is it that like breaks? Someone steps on it, and she's like, "Oh, we leave it. We got to go." Oh, I know what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Was that part of the, um, was that part of the, th- the, like, evidence? Was that part of the hard drive? It was either part of the hard drive. It might have had passwords on it to the videos. No. I mean, they didn't have the passwords. Or it was some weird, like, locator, location transponder or something weird like that. I don't know, honestly. Um, yeah, I didn't get that part. And jumping back just real quickly, because this happens a couple times in the episode, but when they go to the uh, Osterman siblings' house, yeah, and you see just everything laid out so perfectly, was that not like again like a, just a parody of the show where it was just like they find the bird mask, then they find the exact shotgun laid out. Everything perfectly. is right next to each other. There was a literally a magnifying glass. Yep, on top of a box that yep. said. Like non-lethal shells or whatever. Uh-huh. It was so weird. It was just like, yes, these are definitely the thing we used at the end of that one episode. And then 
and then there was practically a diagram of like, here's where you shoot Ray when he yeah. is in the room. Here's the song that should be playing. It, which it, is like so it, gimmicky. It felt very akin to, um, yeah, it looked like a cell phone. It, it seemed very akin to when a cartoon character opens up a closet and it's all the same outfit. It was just very like cartoony. Or it's just laid out like only just to like like the person isn't like this is how I'm going to lay it out so that I can easily access all this stuff. It's more laid out just to show the audience something. Right. When you watch the train station sequence mm-hmm. and the cops run up to shoot them, the one cop has the goofiest look on his face. Burris? There's like a chubby no, it's just an extra, but there's a chubby little like Indian or something detective <laughs> like cop, just like a mall cop kind of guy uh-huh. who runs up the escalator or the stairs. And he has the goofiest little smile on his face. Like, extras sometimes do that on sets, but it's just like nobody caught it. And it's so cute where he's just like, you're literally, you're running to a scene where you need to kill people. And he's just like, I can't believe I'm on TV. (laughs) So if anyone goes back and rewatches it. Hi, Mom. I think he's cute. I think he's really cute. Um, Oh, God. More of that girl singing. Um, Do you think that's just like Nick Pixeletto's daughter and he just (laughs) wanted to throw her a bone or something? I don't know. I hope he got to bone her. He I wanted really, Nick to bone if, his own daughter. Uh, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it would make a great season three. Oh, God. Season Ew. three. Woody Allen. Steve Belushi. his own is, daughter. Yeah, exactly. Steve Belushi plays a showrunner who sleeps with him. Yeah. Steve Allen. Belushi? Um, Steve, Steve Buscemi? Buscemi? What did I say? Belushi? Steve Belushi. Well, you've never... Yeah, John Belushi's <laughs> brother, Steve Belushi. Aren't there other Belushis? If There's Steve Buscemi Belushis. was a Belushi... SNL would have been unstoppable. If Steve Buscemi was a Belushi, he would have been. That's kind of a tongue twister. It is. If Steve Buscemi was a Belushi. Um, A Belushi Buscemi. Did you care at all? We talked about how we were surprised we cared about, at least I was, how much I cared about Annie and Ray. Did you have any stakes in Frank? I thought Vince Vaughn's performance this episode was better. Um, this wasn't his worst I, episode at all. I agree. I think that Vince Vaughn's acting, Vince Vaughn's acting in this episode, was not the worst, but it was not great. Mm-hmm. Um, still wasn't great. I still, I'm only invested in Velcro. I don't care about Annie. I'm sorry. You don't care about Annie at all. Yeah, and you don't care about uh, Vince Vaughn getting out alive. No, I think they both could have died easily. Mm-hmm. Well, but again, you're you're writing the show from the perspective purely of just like who you care about, and anyone you like should live, and anyone you dislike should die. Yeah, this is not how I watch TV or movies. I don't just root for it in that sense. You don't have a problem with that of just like, well, if no. I like you, you should live. No, not not even from that perspective. I just think they were the writing was on the walls for all of them to die, except for Velcro's. So you want you want the show to follow the writing on the wall or you want it to not follow the you want it to surprise you? I'm just saying think it out. I don't know. I'm I think, I'm getting a little confused because there are a lot of like tropes where they the writing's on the wall and they try to fake it out. You know what I mean? Like if we're going that route, then I thought there was going to be some weird fake out. Mhm. I was actually I thought it had enough twists and turns in the episode. I think overall I was surprised enough. Another highlight. I actually thought this se- this episode did action pretty well. Yeah. Um, when they go shoot up that whatever that is, some log cabin with the with the gas, the smoke bombs and stuff. 
that that was well done. I don't remember that at all. When he kills Osip. Oh. When they when they shoot all the like uh, smoke bombs into the house and people come running out and they shoot him. You don't remember that scene? I do, but... Okay, yeah, I do. I do. Anyways, I thought it was good. Uh, you still owe, like, two more compliments, so... Um, um, well, how far ahead can I jump? Um, we can jump anywhere. I liked the trail of blood when Vince Vaughn died in the desert. Can I ask you what you thought of the hallucinations? Because I, I, I hated them. Yeah? I really hated them. Okay, let's hear it. Just... Just goofy? Just so goofy. Like you said, they were trying to make it realistic. Oops, back to fantastical. Like, the whole show can't just be a cartoon versus real reality. Like, just just, just fuck you, Nick Pixeletto. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, don't... Just pick a theme and go with it. Don't like, I was, go all over the place. I was torn. I don't hate the idea of it. I think some of them were goofy. Some of the, like guys taunting him mm-hmm. like like this is a flashback to the first time he like, stood up you're to not a even gang wearing your pants although i loved how the that one gang was dressed so period like it was clearly it was a flashback yeah. to a thing so mm-hmm. they had to be dressed like run dmc era like gang it yep. was very cute some of those were goofy but i didn't hate the idea of it i guess it's again one of those things where like i'm not even looking for consistency in tone anymore so like i was okay with it but yeah as a as a piece, I liked it. As a piece of the whole. As a piece of shit? It didn't work. Yeah, it's a piece yeah. of shit. Um, um, I did not mind the part with Jordan where she was like, oh, you stopped walking way back there. I mm-hmm. thought the reveal of him being dead was pretty cool. Well, but you knew that was going to happen. Absolutely. You didn't find that more? I guess that part bugged me. Um, Although, that might be the best I ever liked Jordan's acting. Yeah, that's Is what that I was... weird? No, Is it's that weird. That's what I was, I was saying. To- when she was I totally it. believable. Yeah, and she was just like a mirage. It mm-hmm. was like she wasn't why, even real. Why is this your best performance, Jordan? This makes no yeah. sense. Woman whose name I can't remember. Kelly Kapowski. Riley. Yeah, Riley. Yep. Um, Ray's death. Thoughts on that? Annie. Annie on the boat having her Jedi mind thing of like, oh no, I know he just died. Ray could have easily died. Um, I thought it was I mean, goofy. He could have easily stayed alive. Yeah, it was goofy that he never like gr- the first. Okay, the first guy he kills, I get it. He's surrounded still. Yeah. Then he kills the second guy. He could have really run over and grabbed that guy's gun. Yep. Which was clearly a better range. He had gun. lots of ammo too. Yeah. It was like okay, so he expends all of this pistol. And excuse me, I'm not really a gun guy, but he has that, and then he has like a shotgun. But these guys have more like rifles and things that were and long machine range. Guns. Yeah, yeah. So he could run over and grab that guy's rifle, and he re- it really seemed like then he could have posted up and killed. Yeah, we're just like three of them. We're left. talking about a cop, guys. And they not were, like a. And they were really bad. Yeah. Also, that tactical team seemed really shitty to me. Yeah, that was very goofy. It was like it's one thing, like okay, I get that they're not perfect, but like also just his breathing was so loud. It was uh, like you can't even just hear that he's behind that log the way he's like. <gasps> and him, and also him. Send, damn it, Chad. Yeah. Oh, listen to this, Chad. And also him answering uh, Burris when he was he was answering his questions like. You think you're so smart? And he was just like, yeah, I do, Burris. Like, goofy. he was just answering his stupid shit. Now, it was it was a little weird how... Res- also, I, I really am allergic to this in movies. Like, when someone's really resigned to their fate, 
because it's written in the script, so they can't fight it. But it's like, in reality, like do a better job trying to lose the tail. Don't just pull into a uh, well, you park. must need to you must need to bring an EpiPen with you to every movie then. Uh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I it's do. like it's it's like I want to see them put up a real struggle. Yeah. If they're unless they want to die, which I don't think Ray did. Put you up don't a real fight. No, I it mean, seemed I mean, like he walked out there and was just like, "I'm um, I'm going to die now." I guess no, but that's different than being resigned to doing it. What do you mean at the very last second where he jumps out from the tree? Yeah, or, and he died well, fucking yeah, Scarface that, style. Yeah, like, oh, it was more on. like have you ever seen the Last Samurai? Yeah, where the, I feel like that happens like ten times in that yeah. movie where someone it's samurai like, will run out with a sword and just poof, 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 just get shot up. It's like the same thing as a Wilhelm scream. Just, mm, yeah oh god it's kind of a cliche i just want it's just like they need to die for a smart reason like he if he stole the rifle and was really tactically smart and killed like all but one of them but was still taken out like well then he would have put up a real fight there would if have been it a was real thing. paul woodrew in that situation he would be alive still that's true fucking woodrew man i, I thought that, it was like i, I that bro i don't know i just what could you possibly like about that character other than the fact that he was the best at shooting people the only thing he had was, like, he was the best at playing Call of Duty. Like, what else was good about him? He probably had sex with his mother, so that was one thing. He was a worse um, actor than Kate Riley. Sorry, Kitch, but this wasn't your show. Um, then Kate Riley? Then... The, my improv teacher? Then... You know who I'm saying. Kelly... Jordan, Kelly Jordan. Kapowski? No, the Riley. Yeah, the yeah. woman is Frank's wife. You know who I'm saying. Kelly Riley. Frank's wife. Yeah. He, he, I'm saying Kitsch was even worse than there. Oh, God. Now we're just rambling. <laughs> the episode as a whole was... It was good. It ended their streak of the episodes getting better. It was good to know that that couldn't last forever. It was they might as well. They might as well have had, like, a cloud with uh, Rick, uh, Rick Springfield's face going, like, Avenge me! Like, it was just a fucking Teletubbies episode. F- like, fuck this whole thing. I'm sorry. But I just, don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm ambivalent about it. There was definitely... It was not the worst. I still stand by the fact that this was better than any of the first, like, four episodes. Those were all garbage. Those were all trash. I mean, and, and it proved, for once and for all, like, the show would have been stronger from the get-go with just two detectives. Sorry. You didn't need Woodrow there. You Fine. I mean, if you don't want to have Ray, just have it be Woodrow and Annie. But, like, there didn't need to be three of them. It was always a distraction. It was always a waste of time. It was Avengers Syndrome where, like, yeah. you only have so much time in the episode. So it's like, in Avengers movie, it's like only each character only gets, like, three minutes of screen time. Or you could say it's got a Republican debate syndrome where it's just, like, yeah. there's not enough time to go around. So yeah. every episode, it was like Jordan had to have a story. Frank, Annie, Paul, Ray, Trump. Chad, Trump had to have ten minutes. And yeah. then it was like, well, the everyone's spread too thin you just yep. spread way too thin like i think cheat, like a... i think some of this episode got better with that um i don't know would you like to hear my pitch for season three sure i would love it it's not complete so i'm gonna do some of it on the fly hear me out yeah nick pizza bagel yeah He's gathering his notes from season two. He goes, uh-huh. look, what did people like? What did they not like? And you know what he does? Everything I just said, he goes the opposite way. He goes, yeah. you know what? People people need more characters. We're going to have four detectives. We're going to have two uh, you know, mob boss Vince Vaughn types. 
Maybe we'll even have the mayor be a main character too. So we open up. We're in Seattle. Two gangsters, two brother gangsters. Who are they played by? Ray Romano, Chris Kattan. Okay? Are you with me so far? No. Two really <laughs> greasy, washed up old Italian gangsters. And one of them is also the president? Uh, no. None, neither <laughs> of them are the president. Well, one of them is the president of a coffee company. Mm. We'll get back to that later. Okay. And also, I would like it if Chris Kattan could, in some ways, make an allusion to his Corky Romano character, mm-hmm. that being my favorite movie. So, Nick, if we could maybe somehow tie that in. Just a couple Corky Romano jokes, please. Sure. Who else is in this show, you ask? Well, we got Jude Law. You like Jude Law? Of course. Jude Law, he's great. Haven't seen him in anything in the past five years. That's what makes him so good for this show. Yeah. You get get people that are slightly washed up, okay? Chris Pratt's not going to be in season three. You need people that are a little, you know, people that he picks out of the crowd. Jude Law, okay, a little bit older. Who's his longtime partner? Who has he been working with forever? Sandra Owen Wilson. Bullock. Sandra Bullock. That's a great idea, Taylor. I agree. I agree. Miscongeniality. But then you got a young upstart. You got Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Fresh off of Spider-Man. Yes. Andrew Garfield takes a role in season no, three. No. He's the young hotshot detective. He can't be trusted. But you know what? God damn it. I think he's right about this, this conspiracy. What's the conspiracy, Taylor? Well, we're in Seattle. There's a lot of new agey cult stuff happening. There's coffee. There's there's locally sourced organic food. There's yoga mats. I'm not going to give you all the clues, but let's just say that's where you're looking. Is in those just, industries. There's these, some con- con- corruption going on. Are these just Macklemore lyrics? Some, what is this? Some sex uh, slavery stuff is going on. No. It's getting corrupt. But you know what? Who's the head of the force? Who's the Viola Davis, if you will? Because we can't remember that <laughs> no. woman's name. Who's that for this season? Yeah, who? Oh, I think it's going to be none other Roseanne Barr? than Snow Dogs, Oscar award-winning Cuba Gooding Jr. That's right. Lieutenant Cuba Gooding Jr. And fine, we can even keep that name. We'll just let it, it'll just be a universe where that's that character's <laughs> name is Cuba Gooding Jr. Or the actor. Cuba just... Gooding, let's say senior, because he's going to be pretty old in this show. Sure. He's going to be playing old in this, in this episode. So you get four big cops, and Cuba Gooding is actually going to be a bigger character. And so then, he's going to be a main character. You were going to meet his wife. Well, I can't give everything away. Shaq? No, not Shaq. Do you know how cool that would be if Shaq was a murderer well, in you the show? How can I reveal the big twist of season three? I'm well, you're you. yeah. So pitch me the serial killer. Okay, um, you haven't thought that far, huh? No, I have thought that far. Um, it's gonna be someone really creepy. Oh, God, someone with a lot be... of gusto. It's gonna be May. Uh, gosh, who's it going to be? Justin Timberlake. You don't hate that, do you? Oh, wait, yeah, I hate the idea of just... Well, I do like Justin Timberlake a lot. Oh, I have a, I have a good uh, actor who hasn't ha- had anything in a while. Okay. Emile Hirsch. Ooh, good call. Emile Hirsch. In what is undoubtedly going to be the worst performance of his career. <laughs> We're going to find a good actor who can really bomb in this role. And Timothy, it's going to be a Timothy Oliphant. No, he's really big. He's just had uh, Justified, so I think he's a big deal. Oh, was he in that? Oh, yeah. I think oh. that's his show. 
And I think that just what about Jim Carrey 12. going uh, uh, serious no, again? No, we've had that too much. I, d- I don't want Jim Carrey. I think uh, you might be right about Emil Hirsch, though. Emil Sweet. Hirsch. So who is he? And he turns out to be the killer. He's um, he's a yoga instructor <laughs> that they go to a couple times for um, for clues. Yeah. And he also And he's always in the background too, like drinking coffee with mm-hmm. shades up and, and reading a uh not a newspaper, but like one of the iPad ones that's big enough to go over your face yes. so they can't tell who he is. And he's like the Pitler character. Where yeah. Like he's you know, he's always a little creepy, but you don't know what's yeah. So I yep. think I think that's what we're gonna have. Agreed. Do you like it so far? Jude Law, Sandra Bullock, Cuba Gooding Jr., <laughs> Andrew Garfield, and Emil Hirsch. Love it. I think that's a great cast. I do too. Set in Seattle. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Nick P. Okay. Do you want to hear my pitch? Do you have a pitch? Yeah. Okay, let's hear your pitch. I mean, I I alluded to it last week, Mm -hmm. um, but I I would really honestly love to see one with um, with, uh, John Malkovich. No. Cusack. Cusack and Ben. Nope, not Ben. Bruce Willis. Because I think they've both proved themselves to be good, like, washed-up cop characters. And it would be cool to see them... It would be cool to see them in roles that are obvious, but then twisted a little bit. Mm -hmm. What's the setting? Where are we at? What's the the corruption? Okay. I'll give it to you right now. Please. I just asked for it. I don't need a... I don't need you to waste time because you're stalling trying to think of it. I'm not. Okay. Then give it to me right now. Somewhere in middle America. Middle and America. I don't mean like the South breadbasket type place, like a Iowa kind of. What are we talking about? I'm talking about like Montana. Okay, Montana. Like wide, like landscape kind of thing. Something that I don't know anything about. Open plains. Well, that's clear. Yeah. Open plains type place. Look, this show is is um is perfect for intellectuals, right? Would you say that? Um, is season two perfect for intellectuals? No, you're asking? no. Season you're one, saying true detective is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very good for intellectuals. And season one was great because a lot of intellectuals live in big cities and they don't know much about Louisiana or wherever it took true. place. And the Bayou. So, so put us in another setting that we don't know much about, like Montana. Mm. If it took place smart, in somewhere like smart. that, I'd be like, okay, that's believable because I don't know anything about that. Okay, maybe so people from Montana in wouldn't agree. Well, what's going on in Man- Montana? You got a uh, Bruce Willis and. And John Cusack. John Cusack. Okay, well, hold on. Bruce Willis is way older than John Cusack. Yeah, but have you seen John Cusack give a good performance in the last 20 years? That guy is awful. That's true, but has Vince Vaughn's? Um, In 20 years, yeah. In what? There's Uh, no way Wedding Crashers was more than 10-year engagement? (laughs) Wedding Crashers didn't come out when I was like... A little kid. Yeah, I mean, did. Wedding Crashers. No, Wedding Crashers came out when I was like fourteen or something. Uh, I thought it was that couldn't have been like. Yeah, I'll look it up. But that was like ten years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So, John fucking Cusack. I don't know why you would want to tie your show to him. Okay, so what's happening in Montana? Is it Scientologists? Is it Hindus? Is it a, a Jainist cult? Is it a? Uh, okay, so you find. You go to the so someone finds a group of kids dead in the forest, mm-hmm. and they're arranged in the shape of a symbol, and we don't know what the symbol means. Okay, and the symbol is linked to it, yeah, it's an underground group 
um, of Satan worshippers, but they're not really Satan worshippers. Underground, like like, like uh, mole people or something? No. Like, like, people, people, people don't really know about them. They have like this weird way of communicating. They meet in like delis at midnight. <laughs> like they're they're very secretive. Okay, you know? mole people that meet in delis at midnight? Yeah. I already are love it delis, way better than season two. Are the delis, well, let's not set a low bar. Are the delis open when they meet at them? How are they sneaking into closed? Are they they, they no are they no? They're de- like they're delis in middle America. It's like uh, you know how every time you see a, a movie like a romantic comedy, they go for a slice of pie in the deli afterward. Maybe that's just a New York thing, but I don't what know. What are you talking about? So they go to like a place like Cat's Deli that's open. Okay, twenty four seven. No, I'm sorry. The word is diner. Okay. They go okay, to like a, a 24-hour diner. That's so these are mole of. people that meet at a diner at midnight to yeah. talk about how they're going to kill people and, and, and arrange them in, in a symbol. And these people uh, look like the um, the like weird pigment people from um, Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they very obviously stand out the people as with the bad guys. On their, on their yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, white paint people. But they, yeah, because they, they're mole people. people, so they look like they're already deformed. I'm glad I talked you into the mole people thing. You resisted at first. So they're pale mole people. Yeah, but they're all, okay, get this. They're yeah. all on a, a drug. It's not meth, but it's something similar that they created. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sort of like the paint can thing in Mad Max, but they're spraying this like weird drug and they're like huffing it before they go okay. worship this this animal or this Satan person. Okay. And then they kill high school students. Yeah. So a lot of the scenes where they have to interview people are like high school students in between classes. Yeah. And that's a lot of opportunity, I think, to get fresh blood in there like andrew garfield <laughs> we both cast andrew garfield That's every perfect. high schooler yeah. is andrew garfield okay i um, like that idea just uh, like andrew garfield high it's not it sounds like a real high school name too it does because he's got a very presidential name andrew yeah. garfield could have been a president <laughs> Um, well, that's because there was a Garfield. President. Yeah, but Andrew Garfield overall sounds like uh-huh. the president's name. So it's inexplicable. But in this town in Montana, <laughs> in this quiet little town, every child is Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield in different wigs, in different outfits. Sometimes they try to make him look chubby. Sometimes <laughs> they make him look really thin. But every kid, Andrew Garfield. I like that part. That's the best part you got going for you so far. It's Keep like going. the Nutty Professor, but a television show. Every character is played by one actor. Mm-hmm. Well, only the little, only yeah. the kids, right? Okay. Would you like it instead of John Cusack? It was Eddie Murphy. No, but can I pitch you somebody? Sure. Can I pitch you Detective Deborah Messing? I think Deborah Messing would be great in this show. Um. Yeah. You know who I wouldn't mind either, though. Yeah. Jodie Foster. I was gonna say she's too good for the show, but. I saw her in Elysium, and I think she's capable of this quality of shit acting. So, yeah, yeah let's cast Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster and Deborah Messing. You know what? Nick Pizzolatto is going to have to prove that he's not a woman hater. Yeah. He's going to cast two big name mm-hmm. female detectives. Boom. I like it. Okay. Now, for the let's unsung, up, the unsung hero, mm-hmm. this, this ends up my, my thing. Sorry. Uh, um, I think the guy in the end who, like, you don't see it coming, like, he's... You think he's bad the whole time, but that he's good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers for this. That will never happen. Paul Dano. Mm. Has he ever been the good guy in anything? Little Miss Sunshine, maybe? I would think that... Uh, I would say that he probably wasn't the good guy in that 
movie. What did you have against this character in that movie? None of the characters were good in that movie. Like none of those I people. Know, were, right, right, okay. We're not. We're not going to bore people with your theories of hating that movie for no, no reason. No, I love that movie, but I'm just saying those people were all assholes. Like Always Sunny or Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. Paul Except Dana. for Alan Arkin, great guy. Yeah. Um, I would get I would get Paul Giamatti in there, but I think he's too busy. He Ooh. just seems to play. He's just in every movie now. Yeah, every trailer has the same character for him, like the NWA trailer, where mm-hmm. it was just like him being like, "What's this rap music? You can't bring a gun on a bus!" Like it's he's <laughs> just wonderful. Uh, so Jackie Chan, maybe we'll try to get him first. Ooh. Season four, Paul Giamatti and Jackie Chan. Oh, great, great combo. I like that. Do you understand the the words that are coming out of my mouth? (laughs) Can we get a... It also doubles as Rush Hour 6. Yes. Chris Tucker? Is that your thing? Wait, no. What are the... the, I can't think of his name. Mm, Roddy Roddy Piper? I think he died. I don't think that <laughs> Mel Gibson cop movies. What are those called? The uh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Danny Glover. Danny... I want Danny Glover yeah. in this. Season four. Hold on. True Detective, season five. Danny Glover. Season five. Danny Glover. Donald Glover. Let's get the Glover twins back together. No, I think season five we're going controversial. We're going to actually have Mel Gibson. Let's go all the way Ooh, with season five. Just Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Well, with Mel Gibson. No. And the bad guy is Mel Gibson. You could have Jodie Foster come back. They're friends. Um, Mel Gibson and John Travolta. Let's go an actor that's very Jewish. Woody Allen. Who's no <laughs> <laughs> season five? <laughs> Mel Gibson and Woody Allen. I think we cracked the code, Nick. Nick, call us. We'll sell you the Nick, idea. Nick, Mel you Gibson. Call us. Woody Allen, season five. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. Jew detective. Guys, we got it. I All think right. I think that's that's it. It's been a pleasure. Sir, um, congratulations on a wonderful uh, series of eight terrible podcasts. No, I think these podcasts were way better than the show. Well, again, you're damning us with uh, faint praise. If you the set the production so value, <laughs> the commentary... They might as well commentary just put this society, commentary yeah. as the commentary track for this when the DVD comes out. Well, if uh, if it's announced that the next season of True Detective is starring Woody Allen and Mel Gibson, <laughs> you'll know where they got the idea from. Uh, this has been the Stereoscope, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, in the future, we're going to do all sorts of movies and TV shows. Please yeah. stay tuned. And if you have any ideas, reach out to us. Mm. Uh, we're we're open to suggestions. This is true. It doesn't always have to be stuff we're hating on. I know I'm planning on doing a whole Cooper retrospective, something I will be gushing over. But we could do some things we shit on too. Yeah. Um. I know. I definitely hate the Tim Burton Batman movies, so I'd like to do. The I'm down to do every Batman movie. Yeah. I actually was thinking maybe we should try to time that up with the Batman Superman, but that's going to be a while. Um. I even saw Avengers two just now. Did oh, you ever see that? I did. We could do a we could do a Marvel. Film. Oh, I have lots to say about that movie. Ugh, oh yeah. Um. Anyways, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Please reach out to us. It means a lot. We're just getting started with this podcast, so uh, it's good to have every any little fans thing at helps. All. Yeah, yeah. So we will definitely listen to your feedback when we're big. When we're bigger than WTF and the Nerdist, we're not going to listen to you guys. Who? I'm going to be honest. 
We're not going to listen to you. Never heard right of Right now, you're getting in at the ground floor of this pyramid scheme. We're not asking for or, money or on. anything. Pyramid scheme? Just talk to us. Just email us and prove that you're listening. That's all I'm asking. I'm not really sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, please support us. We have a pyramid scheme going now. <laughs> if you want to sell knives for us, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, we have a high class. Uh, they're called Chisani Chislers, these yeah. knives. Yeah. Uh, we'll send you a case. You this can whole thing was an family. advertisement for Chisani Cutlers. Um, Chisani Cutlery. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Follow us on Instagram and Tumblr. <laughs> that was. And Facebook. Yep. And email us the steroids. Yep, the stereoscope <laughs> show at gmail.com. Cut us off at this point. Gotta go. Bye.